Welcome to our podcast, Microbes in Us, brought to you by the Federation of European Microbiological Societies. I am Joseph. And I am Eleni. And, and we, we are, are the hosts of Microbes in Us. This podcast brings together the people that work tirelessly to uncover and understand the microbial world, its secrets, its complexity, and its vibrancy. And it will show us how microbes can shape, break, and make our human world. From prehistoric times, all the way to the modern world around us. We hope you enjoy and share this podcast. Welcome audience to another podcast of Microbes in Us. I am joined this week by three guests who are from the French Society for Microbiology, and they have come here to talk to us about a game that they've put together called Bacteria Game. And we're going to ask them some questions about this interesting microbial game. Uh, but first, I'd love them to introduce themselves. I'm Mathilde Lescar, a lecturer at the Sorbonne Paris Nord University in France and a medical bacteriologist in the hospital. I developed this educational game which aims to combat ignorance and therefore the roaring development of antibiotic resistance. In my university, I first met Nicolas thanks to the context of an interdisciplinary collaboration that is able in our university that uh, allows a lot, of, a lot of meeting between different units uh, in the university. I'm going to let Nicolas speak now and introduce himself. Hello, everyone. I'm uh, Nicolas Pineros. I also work at the University of Sorbonne North uh, in Paris. I work with teachers, university teachers most of the time, and I help them to create board games for their content, for their uh, classes. So mainly I'm going to be a developer and uh, I'm going to be learning of kind of all kinds of stuff from different contents and different teachers and uh, get them to create games that are going to be way more exciting than a Monopoly or just something that you can buy on any state. <clears throat> so I'm a game designer as a part of my job. This adventure started in uh, 2016, so more than uh, six years ago. So I, I first met Nicola in, in, the, in the university and then we, we started to produce the game. Uh, the game was completely different at the beginning compared uh, to what it is now. During the producing of the game, we started to think that uh, to introduce some key images mm. would be very interested to put in the game. So uh, in the meantime, I, I do some research on uh, E. coli, on Escherichia coli, on bacteriology, so for sure, because uh, this is my work. And in my team of uh, research, one of my colleagues with whom I'm, I'm working since uh, so many years, he, he has a daughter, so Katie, which is very young and very, very I knew that she, she could do some a lot of drawings so so amazing and uh, so this adventure started like that and I, I asked her to do that yes uh, so I'm uh, in my first year uh, after high school I'm at the University of Sorbonne and I'm doing a biology license and I'm in a design school uh, next to that and so I did the illustrations for the game amazing I just want to try and describe the game for our listeners because they're only able to hear us, but it is essentially two boxes of mini cards. And these cards contain 
cartoons of different kinds of bacteria and then also different kinds of antibiotic. You guys designed the game and trialed it out with students. Uh, was there anyone else involved in the creation of this game or would you say you three are the main body behind it? At the beginning, we, we were only the three of us. And then to allow the distribution, the diffusion of the game, I entered the French Society of Microbiology in which I found some very good collaborators to allow me to edit the game in France and mm. to, to make it possible. I, actually, after that, first step, of, of course, was the creation, but then the distribution in France was also a step very, very important to allow it to be known. Okay, so you guys created the concept, but you had partners in university, or the French Society for Microbiology, to help you distribute and produce the game. I wanted to just ask you, What's the purpose of the game from your perspectives? At first, my purpose was to increase the impact of my lectures. I've observed that my students were, were bored in my lectures. Uh, it was so difficult to give them uh, envy to, to uh, the, the envy to come in my lectures. Only that, only that I wanted them to be interested in, in, in this uh, discipline, medical bacteriology. And in the meantime, we observed an emergence of uh, antibiotic resistance in bacteria. I, I thought it would be interesting to change the way of our teaching, introduce some games in it to improve the student motivation and also the motivation of the teachers. It became also uh, more fun for me to teach also, not only for the, the students, but also for me. That was my first goal. So bringing uh, entertainment into education, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. improve motivation, completely mm. that. Improve motivation of my students to be interested in this discipline that can be very difficult to grasp because there is a lot of classification in it, uh, can be very boring. So when uh, Matilda first came to me to ask me to create the content, she, uh, she wanted to put the entire content of the lecture she does on the whole semester in one single game. So for me, there was two parts. There was the game design part, for which we had a lot of tests. And we, we have to say thank you to all the people that participated on that test, students uh, included. And also there was the content part. So that was Matilda's uh, part of the job because she's the expert and she had a lot of colleagues that help out with the content because as I said, she wanted to put the entire thing, the entire lecture for the whole semester in one game. So with them, we just went to the minimal expression of the content, what was the most meaningful and simple things that they have to retain to the entire uh, semester. And uh, we went for, for bacteria game. So as uh, Matilda said, it was a, a game focused uh, at the beginning in antibiotics, but then it became something way more larger than uh, we expected. So we went from huge content to really minimal, and then we went out a little bit more and simplified again with the game mechanics. So it was a whole uh, long process, really nice process to get uh, together. But uh, yeah, the main thing for me, it's uh, just to say thank you to all the people that participated through, through the process. And so Casey, when did you get brought in to the game? Mathilde contacted me and uh, she asked me to do the illustrations. And so to help me draw the bacteria, she sent me a lot of information about, um, for example, uh, where uh, the 
bacteria can be caused, what are the symptoms it can cause, etc. And then so I try to draw the bacteria using all these characteristics to make them uh, recognizable for the students. Who should play bacteria game? So you mentioned you're doing it with your university students. Is that the intended audience for this game then? The game is aimed to uh, medical students, uh, medical school, pharmacy school of different levels from third year to uh, internship residency years. It can also be used for the training of technicians in uh, medical biology laboratories, initial uh, training and also in continuous training. I use it uh, uh, both with my students in medical school, but also in the hospital in different units. The main aim of the game is to learn or review the main bacteriological characteristic of 20 bacteria of medical interest. So the gram appearance, the family, the main resistance to antibiotics, to, uh, so as uh, Katie said, environmental or common site, the reservoirs, and also uh, the pathology sites where uh, bacteria can go and, and provoke some pathologies, and also how to treat and diagnose these bacteria. Katie was amazing, really amazing. She, she understood everything on it, I gave her uh, all these characteristics and she was able in very, very apparent, uh, simple way to uh, sum up the essence, essential characteristics of each bacteria and to put some on the illustration, very, very key messages, hmm. very interesting that allows, that increase uh, the memorization of, uh, of uh, those bacteria. So she made a very precise uh, illustration that is uh, very, very powerful. And they're kind of enjoyable and fun, but they don't lose too much of the accuracy. And it's obviously That's quite it. hard to get that balance right. So well done. And how has the game gone down with the students? So, I mean, it's a teaching tool. Do they find it very difficult? Do they soon learn all the bacteria and all the antibiotics? Yeah. To go back a little bit for the last question, who should play bacteria game? I yeah. think uh, the entire peop, uh, people listening from the Federation of uh, European Microbiological so Societies, they're going to be happy to play it. For the rest of the world, we cannot. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I did the game. I, I read the content. I couldn't take as fine as details as Cathy did, but mm. uh, I have to play it with the brochure next to it, detailing all the details, because uh, for me, it's a really detailed uh, learning process concerning who, who should play the game. I think all of our listeners should give it a try. For the students, uh, we did many tests with different kind of students, uh, PhD students, master's students, undergraduate students, to see if at different levels of challenge, it was acceptable in all levels. So it was as hard for the PhDs as, as it has, was hard for the um, undergraduate students. So it was really hard to get in a curve that uh, everybody could enjoy the game and be challenged by the game. So that was the main difficulty on creating mm. the game. Because it's, I think it's definitely a game for higher education in terms of content, do you not think? Yeah, regular people yeah. cannot play that. <laughs> we tried in the office and uh, my colleague Eleni knows more because she studied a master's degree in antimicrobial resistance. I, mean, I did biochemistry years ago in my undergraduate and it did look pretty tricky there's a lot of specific types of bacteria and then specific yeah medical antibiotics but i think it's also an area where you don't you don't often get people making games when you're studying at that level it's always very 
quite dry, quite serious, very academic. I think it's very nice that this content level can be turned into an enjoyable game. Thanks to Matilda, we have participated in the RICAI conference, in the microbiology conferences. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the reception from um, the public existing, it's uh, surprising for me. It was, I, I, I think I was on the same page as you were, Joseph, in terms of um, everything serious. And uh, when once you put a game on uh, the table, they started to look and say, "Is are they just playing kids' games? And once they realized there was a content behind it, it was a completely different approach from the people assisting those conferences. So it's uh, all professional medical specialists, medical personnel. So it's a different different approach for what you're used to learn just from uh, Excel boards with uh, a lot of information to memorize. Do you ever test them afterwards once they've played with the game to see how much they've learned? So we made several tests. So uh, as Nicolas said, at first, we, we collected the feedback of uh, 96 students very precisely. And the evaluation revealed that participants were interested in such, uh, in such games uh, completely. Uh, most of the students considered that the rules of the game were satisfactory, clear. The game fluid, fun, not too long moderately difficult. There were slight differences between students in third year compared to residents that found the game more uh, less difficult compared, but it's completely normal because uh, in the third year, this is the first time they, they meet bacteriology in, in their uh, medical school. So it's normal. And they really found interesting to integrate bacteria game in their training uh, in medical school. I also uh, had the, the feedback of students because I, I've presented Bacteria Game, as uh, Nicola said, in Congress. And I've met uh, students from medical school from around the world because uh, last Congress, it was an international Congress. And I've met uh, students from Brazil, from uh, UK, a lot of foreign countries, and also teachers from uh, Australia and so on. And they, they, they were very, very interested in the game. And uh, I've met some uh, medical school association that uh, wanted to uh, introduce the game in some training sessions they do uh, in autonomy, just alone without any professor, with, with, without any uh, lecturer with them. I think there are a lot of possibilities in which uh, the, the game could be introduced. So yeah, we've got medical students, clinical microbiology, you said lab, lab technicians, so people working with these bacteria in the lab as well. I mean, it's a nice range as well of people oh, who can approach it. I did also test uh, to evaluate, to assess the impact of the game on the, the knowledge. I've compared the before and after scores of two groups of 15 students, one group that uh, had received classical lectures and another group that used the game. I tried to uh, give them the same uh, information, the same medical information, and I compared the difference of the scores after those two uh, exercises. And I've observed that there was a significant increase of the scores for the students that used the game. This uh, only um, allows us to observe that uh, the activity could increase the, the knowledge of the students and uh, not specifically the game. Uh, because this is a comparison be between passive and active uh, action of, of a student in the process of learning. 
But this study must be done with other teachers and other students. I think we, we will be able to do that because we just received a big funding from our health ministry to distribute the game in all medical and pharmacy school. 1,000 games will be distributed. Wow. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's amazing. This, this is something that we are now doing. The French Society of Microbiology is distributing uh, 1,000 games in all medical and pharmacy schools, and we will be able to, to have a, um, a community of teachers that will use this game and if they started to use it and now they they just send me some messages to to say that they are, are happy but we want to to make a, a big study not just with 96 students and one teacher but with a lot of te teachers and, and yeah okay and get that larger sample size and really show yeah. it's effective uh, actually nicholas when you were designing this game and all this information was brought to you and you must have been like, I have to simplify this. What made you go for this kind of card format game rather than other kinds of game structure? In the beginning, we established with Mathilde. We, we worked all together, all the entire process of designing the game. We put ourselves some uh, limits. So for designing board games in general, you have a uh, time for play, the number of players and uh, the age of players. So mm. for the age, we were targeting a really specific public, so that wasn't a concern. For the time, we wanted to have the time to make two sessions during one lecture. So we figured out that most of the time lectures are, are mostly 90 minutes. So we wanted to um, have a game that you could play in uh, 20, 30 minutes tops. And the other uh, concerning was how many people who play at the same time. So we went through different stages. At some point, we thought that it would be a great idea to make a game that you could play 60 people at the same time. But then we realized we were aiming for that. <laughs> really, really big. And um, we resized it to less people, up to six people, I think. Ten, Ten. people, sorry. It was possible, yeah. yeah. So, if you reduce the number of people, you can have a better experience. And um, most of all, trying to figure out how to put all the content in in it, it was uh, really a matter of time. Mm. How long can you play that game and how much content can you pass on that time? Okay, yeah. So you have these criteria and that helped design the size yeah. and length of the game. Yeah, because when you, you're doing game design, you can go as crazy and as far as you can. But at some point, you have to put it on the table and see what the students are expecting and uh, what are the teachers expecting and try to everyone to have fun. So that's like the driven engine that's going to mm. push the project away, uh, in the right direction. Ah, And Casey, I wanted to ask about the illustrations. What kind of design approach did you use? I mean, were you using software? Did you draw them all by hand? What was like the process for the creation of the art? I started uh, by hand, just uh, essays of how I could put the characteristics of the bacteria in one drawing. And then I would exchange with Mathilde and he would keep the, the ideas that worked the best. And then from the drawing, I drawed on software. And then again, sometimes there were changes that had to be made. Cool. And so slowly, 
the game was brought together. Um, I just wanted to give the opportunity to explain to um, our listeners, you know, how can they get a, their hands on a copy of this game? And where should we find this game online? Oh, yeah, thank you for asking that. For now, the, the game is available on the website of the French Society Micro of Microbiology. So uh, in French, Société Française de Microbiologie. Uh, you just have to, to tape it on internet. and But if you just put bacteria game, you will be able to, to reach the website of the French Society of Microbiology and can um, buy it. So there is now an edition in English. I can add also uh, that we created a Facebook page. Uh, so the name is Bacteria Game, two separate words. And also an Instagram page, which name is Bacteria Gamer. And you can also find a lot of in information uh, on, on uh, the game and news on it. And uh, So everyone can just Google that name and they'll find it. We'll put the link as well under the podcast just to help people out to get it. Are there anyone else you want to thank or any other people you need to mention? Yeah, as Nicolas said, uh, some uh, people that try the game that corrected the, the contents, some of my colleagues in the hospital, in my lab. So they, they observed the content and, and gave me some uh, corrections on it. And also a lot of people that, that have tested uh, the game as a game player. Uh, as Nicolas said, uh, at, at the beginning, we had a lot, a lot of cards. Uh, maybe uh, each uh, each bacteria has different characteristic cards. So we we had at the beginning uh, like like five hundred characteristic cards. So it, it was not able to to do a game. And and many game players worked uh, with with us in the hospital. They had the patience to test it. And so I, I will uh, thank a lot of people in the hospital uh, for that. Awesome. So yeah, large number of people have had some input to produce this lovely teaching product. Okay, guys, thank you very much. I mean, Nicholas, do you want to say anything? Yeah, I just wanted to motivate all of the listeners to get it because I've been saying that it's a difficult game and uh, it's not for everyone. But I just wanted to also add that just think of it as a poker game for learning bacteria. And mm. uh, I think that's going to be the sell point. It's uh, played really, really uh, in 20 minutes. So you can um, uh, play it with your uh, students, play it before you play it with your students and get an idea of it. And it's a really amazing game. Kathy, Matilda and I were really proud of uh, the work we did for that, for that game. And uh, just, uh, just to say thank you to you, Joseph, for ah, the time. No worries. Thanks for joining me and uh, giving your time to us. I just wanted to add something. As Nicolas said, it's not bacteria game. It's not for everybody. But with Katie and Nicolas, we also worked uh, on another game that could be targeted to uh, everybody on uh, on infectious diseases or, uh, as we as we can say, um, microbial uh, um, dysbiosis to uh, allow people to know more uh, about infectious diseases. So it's okay. an ongoing process. It's, it's a only on project. So we plan also to do that. Great. So like a more, a more public facing follow-up game is on the way. Same gameplay. Mm. For yeah. sure, there's, there's going to be a COVID-19. Ah, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have here in the studio a small COVID-19 toy, which I gained at a conference. So they crop up everywhere. Honestly, thanks a lot, guys, for your time and for putting your energy into making this game. If you're listening, 
get yourself a copy online to use with your students. I'm sure it's a really great teaching tool. And yeah, just thanks once again for joining us. And we'll have to see you back when you finish the next game. Of course. Thank you, Lizette. Thanks a lot, everyone. I can show you.